Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. I'm Michael. It's crime fighting time. Oh, I'm John. Sorry. And I'm Andrew. John, you stole it. I was going to come in and say <laughs> fighting crime in a future time. So you kind of stole my thunder. John, you said that so good, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, hey, everybody. This is the Brothers Newland. We are here for another episode of Tour Rewind. We are talking this week about the smash hit from the eight nineteen eight I almost said eighteen the nineteen eighty eight year um eighty eight eighty nine and it's cops and crooks cops and crooks so interesting well we'll talk about the cops and crooks um anybody know what cop stands for I do Okay, Central Michael does. Organization of Police Specialists. Yeah, I couldn't remember the O word earlier. I was, I was like, it's something organization. With, yeah. So, we are talking about those. We're gonna get to that in just a little bit. Uh, it's another line from Hasbro. So, uh, before we get there, though, John, I got, oh. oh, I got something to say real quick. Okay. And I, I, I get a kick out of this every time I listen to it. When, when we have our introduction, and the guy says our host, he goes host. It always says, it sounds funny. I don't know if you guys catch that or not. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever. It sounds. It sounds funny the way he says it. I'm gonna. Ha- okay. I'm gonna have to listen to it again. You might have to replay that. So do you want me to do it right now? <laughs> We're not gonna do it right now. Uh, <laughs> if you if you're wondering about that, if you didn't know it, just rewind about two minutes, and you can hear him say it. Um, all right. We'll jump in before we jump into things, John. It just sounds funny to me. Okay, John, go. <laughs> John, John. All right, <laughs> my turn. All right, social networks. Uh, check our website out at toyrewindpodcast.com. Uh, you can also check us out on uh, crossthestreamsmedia.com with our partners over there. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Look, up, let's look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, no, Toy Rewind Pod. Sorry. Facebook and YouTube, our Toy Rewind podcast. Um, we do stream our Toy Box showcases to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch when we do them. I think Michael's got several of those he needs to do uh, with yep. some performers and stuff like that. Andrew, I have stuff coming in, but it's a while before I got it. So unfortunately, I'll be out. I, I have stuff coming in until like 2030. So <laughs> it, it, it just gets here. Another nine years. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <clears throat> Heard that. Um, also, check out our podcast bingo card at podcastbingo.com uh, backslash toy rewind. Uh, Andrew puts those together for us and a lot of our other uh, fellow podcasters. And then check us out occasionally when we do our collector showcases. We team up with the Geek Together channel on Twitch. And we are working. We have another one on. We're just trying to get dates figured out when everybody's available to do it. Uh, so we'll have that coming up. So make sure you are following all of us on there um, and all things. So uh, it's been a little while since we recorded. We uh, we took a we didn't really take a break from recording. We recorded too early, and then 
I went to Disney and now I'm back and you guys had to wait for me to do any more. Yeah, you went um, to Disney, man. John had to work. Yeah, you guys had to work. Um, well, like I was telling John, I'm I'm really just ha I'm happy to be home. It was a long drive. So happy to be here, get back to normal with stuff and, and everything. But uh what's uh what's going on with you guys? I know I know it's been a long Michael got a little confused about some words earlier. I know it's been a long day for Michael. Yeah. Yeah. But uh what's 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 going on? What's new? Now, like John said, I picked up a couple of uh new transformers. You know, I'm putting together this studio series set. I got thrust uh from the Bumblebee movie. And one of my favorite characters that came out for the, the Transformers movie in nineteen eighty six was Brett Gar. I think he's one of my favorite favorite new ones from that that popped up from that movie. Um, but I got those two. I got a couple of pops, Superman pops. I got Cyborg Superman, um, Brainiac, and I did spend five bucks for that Domo Superman too. <laughs> Domo Superman. So you have a total of five Transformers to open now and assemble? Yeah, one, two. I got so I got Thrust, Ritgar, Hot Rod, um, the 86 movie version of um, of um, Grimlock. <laughs> yeah, Grimlock, and then I got Scavenger. I don't know where Grimlock is. That was five, right? That's five. That's five. Yeah. So, so that's going to be. I got Scavenger from. Um, he was. He's from Revenge of the Fallen. And then, like I said, Hot Rod is from The Last Night. He's the World War II version. Of you know that that that's a that's essentially a good ten hours worth of content because it's going to take you at least an hour to open each one because you got to get all <laughs> the little things off and then about an hour to transform them because those things are can be confusing. So right. that's like yeah, ten hours at, worth of content. Trust is thirty steps to transform them. Jeez, from his robot <laughs> mode to his cyber Cybertron mode. Yeah, me and Angel yeah. might jump in and out of that. Point. Yeah, that's, all right. I gotta go eat. That's, <clears> that's why I like. That's why I like these because they got more than just two steps to transform. You know, you gotta actually think about. Yeah. It, so. Can we can we do but, that as a charity I stream? I won't do all of that in in one little stream. We do it a charity stream. I can just I can just open it and just show everybody what it looks like, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we show some pictures and, and everything. So. Yeah. Um. John, do you anything? What do you have new coming? You've got what do you have to work? Uh, some uh, pops, Monopoly, uh, Mr. Monopoly, some Mr. Monopoly, and I don't know if I ordered the other Ghostbusters or not. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> Bankman, Bankman, yeah, I have him ordered, I have two of them coming. Whenever they yeah. come along, I don't so, remember if I ordered them or not. Yeah, so I did. I get gotta go the, back and look at my notes. <laughs> yeah, I did get these sodas, these Batmite sodas, um, and I got one of each. I ordered two, and I got a Chase and a Combo. Um, That's cool. I didn't wait to open them because I was impatient. Um, and then also, while I was gone, I got a random package delivered to my house, and it's this uh, Chris Humanga Batman from uh, Robbie. Uh, didn't know he was actually ready to send it to me. Um, and I had no idea what it was. So luckily dad was able to come by and pick the package up off the front porch. Cause there's a random package sitting there. 
Uh, so I got that. I got a whole bunch of Batman. So Batman Day was not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. Yeah. So um, when that was the Saturday that I was driving to, to Florida and we knew on that Friday, there was going to be a bunch of, there's probably gonna be a bunch of drops uh, from Funko because they announced everything except they didn't actually drop anything. And so I spent the whole time we were at Disney wondering when they were going to drop all these Batmans, the diecast Batman, all the stuff. And luckily they dropped it today. Uh, this is Monday, the 27th. They dropped it today, waiting for me to get home. So I have all of that coming at some point. Um, they just waited for you. They just waited for me. They were just like, hey, we're going to wait till he gets home. And um, yeah, so I was able to get all of that. Uh, happy about that. So lots of stuff coming in. We're going to have to, I'll wait and open any of that. We can do showcases. So yeah. that'll be good. Um, I, I just couldn't wait of, on this other ones. I got a lot of the die cast and stuff too in this past week. But. Yeah. What all, you got lots of good die cast? Yeah, I got some pretty good stuff. So, okay, we're gonna you, we're some. we really got to get you on a showcase to like really showcase a bunch of your right. your cars there. <clears throat> we'll figure that out. We if we if we only knew the people <laughs> that run it that could <laughs> schedule that. So hard. So, so yeah, Michael, you, what questions just, would you ask yourself? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you get to you get to run your own, Michael. Yeah. Just get a hold of my people and we'll 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 get something set up. All right, give me right. yeah, give me. We'll, get, we'll we'll work it out. We'll work it out. All right, um, it is time for our fun for all question. Uh, this one very fitting for this week, I think, uh, because we just had Batman Day, um, and we just recently got the new Spider-Man trailer. So uh, we're gonna mix the two of them together, and uh, I want to know who you think would win between a fight between Spider-Man and Batman. So I mean, there is the common Which, Batman, Superman fighting, whatever. But who would you think would win between Batman and Spider? Does it depend on which Batman and which Spider-Man are fighting each other? <laughs> there's so many well, different versions of each. There's a lot of different versions, so you get to pick that. On that's that's whatever you think. All right, just the um, Peter Parker Spider-Man and. Um, the '66 Batman. <laughs> the '66 Batman. I think the uh, the '66 Batman would win because he'll have the uh, spider spray on his belt. Of course, he would. It's like would. the shark spray. Yeah, um, I think he'd have some spider spray. I think he'd be good. And Robin yeah. would say, "Holy metal web slingers, Batman," or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, John, Captain America. Captain <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I guess, a big fan like LR with those two. So I, I'm, I would go Batman on him just because he has, he's always the older one every time he's shown. So, yeah. Knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge is good. Uh, knowledge over teenage stupidity. Interestingly enough, I go with Batman. Um, but I think Good. that I, I think that Iron Spider would give him a run for his money. Uh, and he would have to, I mean, he would have a plan because he's got a plan for everything. Yeah. But Iron, Iron Spider, Spider would give him a run for his money. What, John? Iron Man and Spider Man. Yeah. Combined? No, Iron Spider is the one that Tony Stark made, makes for him. So the one that he wears in Infinity War 
and uh, in game, that's technically Iron Spider because it's not his normal suit. He's an iron. He's got the the extra claws or the extra legs and. It's all it was it nanotech. Yeah, it's all nanotech. Yeah, nanotech. So. so that's technically Iron okay. Spider. So I I just think that because that I think a lot of that is not necessarily Spider Man, but the <clears> suit <throat> is amazing. You know, um, yeah. It's all about the suit. It's all about the suit. I mean, that's that's he's what is it in? Uh, is it no or Far From Home or Homecoming that he gets the suit and he's got the red like instant kill or whatever yeah yeah and, it pops and, up instant kill yeah it's like i don't want to kill anybody yeah <laughs> so i there's all those little features and functions like that that are mixed in that you know could make it a little complicated for batman you know at first so but i mean he'd, he'd find a way he'd, he would but again some of that even goes into the teenage stupidity the young stupidity yeah. part of it how yeah. everything came about yeah <laughs> So I mean, hey, it's it's always. I, I think it would be a good fight. It would be fun to watch, and then more than likely something would come up, and Peter would say Martha or something. And he, he would like, he would say, "Oh, I know, I know this really old movie that that I that I saw that, and it's like from nineteen eighty five or something." You know. <clears throat> Have you ever seen Goonies? Yeah, uh, something <laughs> stupid like that, and then that's a really old friends. movie. They'd be best friends and yeah, you know, who knows? So, um, all right. Um, also, uh, I saw this, just throw this in here. I saw some kind of teaser spoiler that the, the Batman and flash movie, the, I guess it's just the flash movie, but like the mix of their suits and stuff. Interested. I haven't looked really more than that, but I saw some screenshot of something. So, um, you guys know anything about that? The bad flash. The bad flash. So it's the flash. I saw, I saw something, but I didn't. I, I didn't go. Oh, the fat. I, just, I didn't get a chance to really look at it. No, um, I'm just. Hey, yeah. When we're talking about movies, I did go see Shang Chi this weekend. Finally, me and Rainy. Me and Rainy went Sunday morning and saw it. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? <laughs> John's, John took it. Yeah, we're not going to spoil anything. <laughs> but, oh, I know. I just want to know what he thought. You know, I, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I think you know, just hearing everybody say how great it was, and just comparing it to, you know, like like Black Panther and stuff. Like I said in a, a earlier episode, from what I've heard, <clears throat> now that I've actually seen it, to to me, there's a lot of. A lot of extra story in there to tell his backstory. Yeah, and you have to sit through that. But, but it was a good movie. I thought it was good. Just, just there was some some things that that seemed like it. You know, like like Black Panther. You got some of his backstory in uh, Winter Soldier, and then right. you know some of that stuff. So, um, but I think there's a little there's a lot of storing storytelling in there. And everything, so I think that's what kind of, kind of, you know, slowed it down for me. It was just, just kind of slow in some spots. That's what I feel feel like after watching it. Yeah. So I, but I, I, really I still thought it was it. a good movie. Yeah, it was still a good movie. And what really got my my really my my attention was <clears throat> the parts later on in the movie that will eventually tie into other movies. Yeah. I think that that's what piqued my interest more 
my my the my favorite parts of the movie were those parts where you could see where it would reach out to to uh, future movies. I'm really excited that it's going to be on Disney Plus here very soon. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to watch it. it. I'll watch it again. I think I'll probably enjoy it the second time better. I feel like I'm going to pick up on more things. Yeah, and then when John finally gets to when he finally watches it, he'll pick up on a whole lot of things when it goes on Disney Plus. Yeah. So okay. So this is the image that I saw. Yeah, I saw that image. Yeah. So I don't know what this means, but it's cool. It's the the Batman logo and kind yeah. of a so it's kind of reddish, painted red, reddish, purpley color yeah. with the white lightning bolt through the middle of it. So it's, the one I see the one, yellow. No, yeah, it's 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 a yellow bolt. <laughs> um, the thing that I like about this the most is it yellow. Is, it looks white. Yeah. It looks yellow on mine. Well, I lost your video. <laughs> you can't compare it to your notepad. <laughs> the thing that I love about this most is that this is the original Keaton logo. This yeah. is not. This is not the one that they redid after they did no, all the posters. Is, this is the the Batman the movie. This is this is this, this is the more circular mm -hmm. one. And then, you know, when all the posters came out, they had stretched and elongated it. So this is this is what excites me. This is the Keaton logo and. I'm really excited about that. I don't know what all it means. I'm trying to kind of stay out of things. I don't want to be, I just want the movie and I'll be happy. So, so what's the movie with Batman and Flash? It's the Flash. It's the Flash movie. And Batman's going to be it. Keaton's going to be in it. He's, He's playing Batman. He does the Flashpoint type stuff in it and it's supposed to and yeah. yeah. I'm not caught up on the Flashpoint. Yeah, I, I, I stopped watching when they started jumping all that well it doesn't have anything to do with the show it's, it's the it's the comic it's a comic book series yeah, yeah it's his it's a it's a story arc that happened and it affected everybody pretty much this is this is flashpoint batman technically right. which is thomas wayne not bruce because in flashpoint thomas and martha don't die bruce dies and then thomas becomes batman and martha becomes joker yeah, that'll mess with your head. Yeah, Flash John's goes confused. back in time. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on. He messes up the timeline and everything. Batman's mom becomes the Joker. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the uh, it's it's the DC version of the Loki show where yeah, he's got variants. messed up and in, in the timeline Everything's a variant. Just went, went crazy. Um, but the the it's it's the way that the death of Bruce affects Thomas and Martha differently. She goes crazy and goes to the bad way, and he wants to fight everybody and deal with the crime that's in the city. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I got Flashpoint back here behind me if you ever want to borrow and read it. Um, all right, all right, we gotta we gotta right. talk about we gotta talk about cops, cops and, crooks, and crooks, cops and crooks. So, uh, are you ready, Michael? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, so let's rewind. We're gonna rewind and get into it. Okay, so okay. I'll say something on this. We're only going back one year because these are set in 2020. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really. The uh, the cartoon is is supposed to be a futuristic cartoon, and it was set in 2020, which was last year. Yeah. I mean, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do something because he just paused it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no cops. We said this earlier. Central organization of police specialists 
Uh, it's a team of highly trained policemen tasked with pro protecting the fictional city of Empire City uh, from a group of gangsters led by Big Boss and his crooks. <clears throat> so the line was produced in 1989 by Hasbro. Uh, it consisted of two different series uh, and several vehicles. Um, there was uh, seven cop figures in each series, so it was a total of 14. And then, and then there was five crooks in each series, so a total of ten crooks. And then they had nine vehicles in the in the series, in the line. So um, originally created uh, by MGA, which was Marvin Glass and Associates. Um, and we'll we're going to talk about this later in the in the episode. So um, the screeching noise. That wasn't me this time. I don't know what uh, that was, to be honest. <laughs> you got a bird back there? Maybe. So, so MGA, which was Marvin Glass Associates, uh, they were a toy, toy design and engineering firm. Um, it's a place where creators, designers, engineers work together to come up with uh, new ideas and then license those to toy companies. Uh, some of their other well-known uh, MGA products... Uh, well, well, we'll get to this one when we talk about MGA in a little bit, but they have a bunch of different ones coming up, so I don't want to spoil it. And So we're going to get on to Cops and Crooks. We'll come back to MGA. Okay, there you go. We'll come back. Yeah. So Cops and Crooks uh, was one of the last toy lines that MGA came up with. Um, after uh, licensing Cops and Crooks to Hasbro, Hasbro gave it the, the full marketing treatment, which consisted of the animated cartoon and then a comic book series by DC Comics. Uh, the main gimmick of the toy line was the paper roll firing caps. So if you remember your little cap guns that had the little paper rolls, it was you'd shoot it and pop and you pull it through and you pop it again. Um, so that was the main gimmick of this. You know, several of the lines we've talked about the last last few weeks have have had some kind of gimmick to it. You know, like the rub signals uh, from Battle Beasts and, and stuff like that. So, uh, so uh, the uh, every figure and vehicle had this action. Um, on the back of the blister cards, each figure had a personnel file, file just like GI Joe, since they were they were Hasbro. <clears throat> so they they wanted to do the same thing that GI Joe had for each figure. You had a little uh, personnel file, and these were also written by Larry Hama Hama from uh, that did the GI Joe stuff. Um, he he went as far as connecting a cop's figure uh, to one of the GI Joe figures. So. Uh, so checkpoint, uh, the cops figure checkpoint was also his regular name was Wayne R. Sneeden the <clears> third. <throat> he was intended to be Wayne R. Sneeden's son, who was on the GI Joe line. Of, his name was Beachhead on GI Joe. So, so checkpoint in the cops figures was Beachhead's GI Joe Beachhead's son. Is the way it worked out. So, but. Uh, these also had the same articulation and, and movement and stuff as the G.I. Joe figures. Uh, so they just kind of kept up with that. Um, twice as tall. Yeah, they were they were taller than G.I. Joe figures, but they had the same yeah. the same one. So um, some of the okay, so the figures that were in this series. Oh, going back to the, the cartoon real quick. Um, they actually this was uh, 65 episodes uh, for the show. It was it ran from 1988 to 89, and then they it got re-aired or syndicated 
1993 and was renamed as CyberCops. Now let's uh, talk about why it was renamed. Yeah, simply because there was another show that came out in, ni- in 89 that uh, had the same name and had a very catchy theme song. So, something about, about calling somebody. Oh, wait. No, no you got bad boys, bad boys. Bad boys, bad uh, boys. All right. So, Cops. The cops, the reality show Cops came out. So they they when they syndicated the show, they needed to change the name. So Cyber Cops was the name of the cartoon. They didn't want to get it mixed up with the real wild cops. Which I feel like the cartoon came out first. So they should have been like, That's our name. You go find a better name. Yeah. Call them bad boys. I don't care. Call them real life cops or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cops live. There you go. So yeah, that's that's horrible. I I never thought about the fact that this cartoon predated Cops. Yeah, Andrew, I, you, I, you, I watched you, the cartoon. Yeah, that's what I said. You said you watched the cartoon. Did you watch it when it first came out in eighty eighty nine, or did you watch the syndication with the Cyber Cops? I remember it as Cops. So okay. I'm pretty sure I watched. I mean, maybe I watched it on both. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I, I remember it as Cops. I had a. Uh, a Dr. Bad Vibes that I know of. I probably maybe had another one. Uh, but I know I had a Dr. Bad Vibes as we start to talk about the toys. But I'm pretty sure I watched it in 88 because this would have been the same time I was watching, getting ready to watch Turtles, like right before yeah. Turtles came out. So, yeah. Okay. So, some of the, the figures that were in each series. So, Series 1, the Cops figures. Um, you had Barricade. Um, like I said, all these had the, the cap-firing figure uh, action uh, feature on all these so uh, so barricade he was a crooks control officer was what his title was um he had a cap firing crooks cruncher um which was um which was some kind of little thing you you yeah they all had a little thing where you pull the little thing and it popped the the the, the cap and make it, you know, you can always smell the the, the cap and, yeah, the burn of it and everything. But the uh, uh, it was kind of like a, uh, I'm trying to describe what he's got. It's like a, it pushes people around. So um, oh, he had so, the, the arm that extended out to push people back because he, yeah, yeah. he, he was a, uh, yeah, he was he a was control a, officer. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, then you had Bulletproof. He was a federal agent. He was actually the, the leader of the group. Yeah. Um, he had a cap-firing pistol. Uh, he came with the briefcase that, that locks onto his wrist by like handcuffs. Looks like it's handcuffs. And he's carrying secret papers or something, uh, like diamonds or something in his briefcase is kind of what it, and it was always it was it was handcuffed to his wrist. Um, he's also got a android body. Yes. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he's like, he's like a RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. he yeah. goes through and gets hurt, and has they opt in to put all this on him and give him a bulletproof vest because it's going to take years for his torso to heal. But his name, his name is BP real Vest. Name, it's Baldwin P Vest, so mm-hmm. BP Vest, yeah. bulletproof vest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the cartoon, I watched the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. He goes by BP or Vest the whole time. And then he turns into bulletproof. And he's what is that? A vest? He's a bulletproof. Uh, 
naming <laughs> all the all the names like that. yeah all the names yeah uh, yeah <clears throat> so so he's he's the leader he's the federal agent he's the leader of the group uh then you have highway he's the highway patrolman of the group uh he had a cap firing bomb i don't know why he has a bomb um but he does have a, a cap firing bomb and he has this like hover bike because he's a like i said he's a highway patrolman <laughs> Uh, but he's, he's set in the future, and and so he's got this little this little scooter thing that he rides on, hover bike, whatever. And it's got motorcycle handlebars, but it's it's like a hoverboard type thing that he rides on with handlebars. Yeah. So that's it's, and I guess he he chases uh, people down down the he, highway with it. He looks like what the mall cops drive. <laughs> They're little three wheeled segways. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, no except if, except if it hovers. It, it, it hovers, and then he has mm-hmm. the bomb that attaches to the bottom of it. Yeah. 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 Which is the cap blowing deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you have Long Arm. Um, he is the patrol officer. Um, he has a cap firing pistol. He comes with his own little police hat. Um, he looks like a a cop from like the 30s or 40s. This is the way he's, he's dressed up, you know. Um, he has this wrist control thing that shoots out a handcuff to, to grab people, and then you pull them, and he pulls them back to him. So he doesn't have to – he just has to shoot it at people, and it, the handcuff gets him, and he pulls them back towards himself. So I guess that's what happens in the movie. And, and this, he's got this little string you hook up, and you can pull it through the little wrist uh, part, and it, and you pull people towards them. Um, so it was just a piece of string right. with the with handcuff on it. And I know this is horrible for, you know, an audio podcast, but if you're watching the video, so I have a photo of this. Of long <laughs> arm here. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this, this pistol. Um, this pistol looks like a, a machine gun. Well, you got to make it big to fit the caps in it. Cause <laughs> Yeah, because you can see the revolver part right there. Yeah, yeah. you can see the revolver area here. Obviously, where the caps run through here. But this looks like a a a mix between a machine gun and a grenade launcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for this size character. Mm -hmm. So yeah, here's here's a bulletproof with his kind of the same thing, but even more black. So looks even more. Um, Let's see on. Uh, long arm. It looks like his is pretty well black there, but I think it's more of a dark blue. It's a it's a blue dark. Oh blue yeah, color. yeah, yeah. I was talking yeah. about uh, yeah, gun, bulletproof gun. The gun is, black, is yeah. a little darker color on the gun. Yeah. Um, we talked about barricade. Here's barricade. Yeah. Okay. Who's next on your list? Uh, you got Officer Bowser and Blitz. Here's um, Bowser. So this is. <clears throat> He is the canine officer and then the robot dog. So Bowser is the officer and then Blitz is the dog. <laughs> and the dog is the one that has the uh, cat firing um, uh, action I mean, feature on there. Yeah, obviously. And then, yeah, and then uh, the officer Bowser has a handgun. And then, uh, and there's also like a little light. And I don't think yeah. it actually lights, but it's a little red thing on top of Bowser that you can spin uh, it from underneath. Blitz, on top of Blitz, and you spin it, and it looks like a light flashing. So, but yeah, he's a he's a robot dog, and then 
Officer Bowser, you can see he's got the like all the the protective wear, like when you're training a, a police dog, you're wearing. I don't know why he's wearing it right now when the uh, the dog's already been trained. But it's a, just his style. I guess it, it just say he's the the canine officer and he he wears that stuff. I, I guess. I really hope that 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 Blitz didn't have to go through the normal canine training since he's a robot. Robot. Oh, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't it's, know. It's we figured it's already programmed. It's already programmed into him, so it's not like he had to learn how to do that. Also, I would like to point out that these are normal size uh, handguns. Yeah, he's got regular size handguns. Yeah, a lot of them that have a a uh, the cap firing gun. They also have a regular size handgun that comes with them sometimes, most of the time. Yeah. So, all right. So next we got Sergeant Mace. He's the SWAT team leader. Um, he's got a cap firing bazooka. And a handgun, and he's got a he's got a clear shield, and, and a, so most of them have little helmets or hats that go on them too. So um, he's got a little. Hey, go up to uh, the one up in the corner next to him. you. Can see his feet. Yeah, I think they mix their weapons up on this picture because that's the battering ram. Oh yeah, yeah. Mace has the yeah, Mace has got the battering ram. <laughs> And barricade, yeah. On the picture, they got their 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 guns. Yeah, because so, that's the bazooka. That's a bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. This is from the Hasbro Toy Fair from '88. So this. <laughs> okay, so this was this is when the line. this was yeah, yeah you before the line came out. Came so. out. Yeah. yeah, I was just looking at. it. I was like, wait, that looks like the barric what barricade's supposed to have. Yeah. yeah. So like they probably had even. Yeah. I mean, you look at this, this. Is white. It's probably still just, you know. Yeah, and the designs. What is his his face? So he's got a mask on, Michael. So the the shield that he's got, the clear shield that he has, it actually belongs to in the picture that you have. <laughs> actually, belongs to Barricade as well. So yeah. So they they decided to switch. Yeah, the all their stuff probably. Yeah. So. <coughs> so you so, got yeah. the, the in this picture you got they're backwards. So yeah. All right, let's go talk. All about right, so next you got Sundown. So guess what Sundown is. He is a um, Texas sheriff. <laughs> Yeehaw. So, oh, he's not a Texas uh, Ranger, just a sheriff. He's, he's a, a sheriff. sheriff. He's a sheriff. Um, so he's got a cap firing bolo backpack that shoots out the little bolo was that little two little balls with a string in between them and they wrap around you when they hit you. Um, yeah. he also has a pair of handguns and he's got a cowboy hat as his accessory. Um, so I mean, he's got his, his little sheriff hat, and you know he's he's all decked out in sheriff okay. garb. So. Had they made a movie, this is Tom Selleck. We do know that, right? This <laughs> yeah. is Tom Selleck. Yeah, he looks looks kind of like Tom Selleck. There, like yeah. his his mustache is a little longer than Selleck's would would have been, but he Selleck would have grown it out. Would have been good. Yeah. So this is the precursor of Selleck doing whatever the to cop show that he was doing last time I saw him. <laughs> All right, so series one crooks. Uh, you had uh, first one was is Berserko. Um, he's a punk, and he's got two cap firing pistols. Is what he's got. So he's got two big old pistols, one for each hand. Um, and he looks like an '80s punk. He's got uh, a blue jacket with a yellow shirt with with some '80s looking light uh, writing on it. Uh, so. Uh, then you have Big Boss, who's the boss of the bad guys. 
Uh, he's the crime king, and he actually kind of looks, resembles Kingpin, uh, is what he looks like to me. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's um, King. There he is. Yeah, he so it. he looks like Kingpin. Uh, so I guess all bad guys from the 80s look like Kingpin. Kind of look stuff like that. Um, so he comes with a cap firing cane. So I guess he uses a cane to get around, but he can also use it uh, to fire with. And then he has like this robotic weasel type critter. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's me. it's right up underneath him in front yeah. of his leg there. Yeah, if you look at the picture on his packaging, it, it's kind of a silver. You know, it looks like a weasel with a silver body. Uh, so it's kind of robotic, uh, but the actual toy itself is kind of brown. Yeah. I know the picture you got there is black, but uh, the actual toy figure, it was brown. So uh, so then the next one, this one is probably my favorite name out of all the bad guys. Buttons McBoomBoom. Now, <laughs> he definitely looks like a character out of Dick Tracy. He's got yeah. this little purpley looking... 30s type suit and he's got his little hat and everything um he's a machine gunner which would fit right in with uh the 30s vibe as well um he's got a cap firing machine gun uh he's got his little hat he's got a uh uh his gun he's also he's got a violin case that he carries the the machine gun I mean, in. of course so, right? of course if you're if you're a 1930s uh, machine gunner, you're going to have a violin case that you carry your gun in, your machine gun in. So his, uh, his pants and his boots, uh-huh. very, he's got the Scrooge McDuck things on his boots. The, the puppy whatever. legs at the bottom. Well, no, 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 whatever well, they're called. the things they, that wrap around. That, I, they I, wrap I around your shoe and your, whatever you're called, spackles, specs, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. He's um, got those on. Now, something, because we didn't look at the image or whatever, but the um, it was a bulletproof has the same things. He wears the same things. He's got the same styles as well, McBoom. Long arm, long arm has it because he's got he's he's got the like the nineteen thirties or forties police suit, police uniform, and yeah, he's got so, the little things but, around his. It's it's long arm. And it's got that. His is white. No, no, no. Bulletproof has it also, but he's because he's oh, no. wearing like MC Hammer pants with the pant with the boots. And he's got the, the spackles. Oh, I don't keep going back to that word, um, but he's got them. Yeah, I think they're more prominent in the show, yeah, um, than they were. But yeah. Um, okay, so that was Buttons McBoom Boom. Uh, Doctor Bad Vibes <clears throat> is the next one. Um, Andrew, you said Bad. you remember having having this guy. Yeah, um, I had yeah. I had a Doctor Bad Vibes. He's got like a clear skull that you can see his brain in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a mad scientist anyway. So um, he has a a cap firing robot. Now I know the picture you got there. This is I guess this is pre stuff. Uh, he's actually holding a gun, but his his robot actually does the, the has the cap firing. Um, anybody uh, anybody feature get feature on it? So anybody getting Robo Force? vibes from this robot yeah the robot looks like a robo force robot he's <laughs> yeah. got you know he's got the little metal arms and he's got one it's got little saw blades on it um so yeah it's it's kind of a yeah mad scientist is what he is so yeah uh then you have rock crusher he's an escaped convict uh so he's wearing his his uh 
his uh, gel bird suit with the black stripes on it. Um, he is he's got a cap firing jackhammer. So I guess he uses the jackhammer to get it to escape jail or something. I don't he, know. He uses the jackhammer for everything. It is his weapon yeah. in the cartoon. It's got it's got a little hydraulic thing backpack that yeah. he wears and it yeah, and then the jackhammer. So he has it in the cartoon all the time too. Yeah, he carries it like it's a like it's a you know piece of paper. Like it's nothing. Okay. <laughs> and then he's got a, a ball and chain around his around his ankle. He does too. not have the ball and chain in the cartoon though. He doesn't have it. He's the no. toy the toy's got it, so yeah. Um so I guess he carries his little ball of chain right right after escaping. Uh, okay. so I guess if you can carry a jackhammer around, you can carry a ball and chain around too. Right. Yeah. All right, Andrew. So they're called spats. Spat. Uh, or or that that is short for spatterdash. Spatterdash. All right, and it came from the 18th century England as a protective accessory for military officers' boots against mud. Okay. Okay. A little bit of history on this one. There you go. Real history. That's real history right there. <laughs> Not toy history. <laughs> there you go, Michael. Yeah. There's the the spats. They're they're Oh, white his on. is yeah. His looks like his is around the, the whole boot. Whereas, yeah, his looks yeah. like the white white shoes with the black tips. In, in the cartoon, you can tell more that it's that's spats. Well, yeah. If you okay. look at look at long arm and then who you said uh, buttons McBoom Boom. Theirs are actually around the the ankle part of the boots yeah down to the heel and they they wrap around uh you know just like, the bottom part of the foot yeah you know like like uh baseball socks where they had the uh dang it now i forgot what they're called but but baseball yeah those socks. little things you you pull up then uh you would put on so there you go there yeah, you go there there's, a, there's there a guy with some spats spats, spats. what did i what was i saying what did i say specs you you were really close. I, I was just very close. I, I had to look I, it up. So I knew I was close. I knew I was close. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to series two. Uh, the cops. You had the first one was Apes. A P E S is stood for Automated Police Enforcement Systems. Um, this guy was a uh, like a robot. That's kind of what he is. He almost looked like a centurion, kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, of course. When you yeah, look at because he has suit, the peg holes and everything. Yeah, he, he looks like a centurion, like he would be from the centurions. Um, so he had a cap firing rifle. Uh, he had a power grabber and a helmet. So the power grabber, you would it would just reach out and grab people. Um, then you had Airwave. He's the communications officer. Uh, he had a cap firing whirly gig <laughs> and a, a propeller backpack. <laughs> and a helmet so he would actually fly around uh with his propeller backpack and i guess he'd shoot his whirly gig at people <laughs> uh then, <laughs> then, um so the next next the third one for the series two is checkpoint he's a military police officer uh he's got a cap firing rifle uh he's got shoulder and, and chest armor uh kind of like a football player with the shoulder pads and stuff uh, so that's that's what he would have armor, and he had a helmet as a as the other thing. Um, <clears throat> then we had Inferno. Uh, he's a firefighter, so he had a cap firing axe. Uh, I don't know why you would have a cap firing axe, but that's what he had. He had a handgun, a smaller handgun, and he had a firefighter helmet that that came along with him. 
then he had Nightstick. He's the martial arts expert. So he had a double cap firing, uh, a double, oh, double cap firing pugil stick. Y'all know what a pugil stick is or, or pugil, pugil, P U G I L. Yeah. I don't know what a, that is. It's a stick that pugils use. <laughs> no, it's, it's, if you ever, you watched um, American Gladiators, a little thing where they fight to knock each other down. They yeah. had little uh, things on each end of the stick. That's what it is. That's yep. what a pugil stick is. So that's what he had. And they had a cap firing on each side of it. Uh, he came with swords, of course, because he's a martial arts expert. And he had a helmet that came, came with him, too. Uh, he had Powder Keg was the next guy. Uh, he was bomb squad specialist. Uh, he had a cap firing bomb case. Um, and then he had a helmet and a briefcase. And then he had protective gear as well that came with him. Uh, and then the last uh, cops figure is named Taser. Uh, he's a non-lethal detainment specialist. So he didn't have a gun or anything like that. He had um, a cap-firing thunder cannon is what it was. So and then he had a Taser, and his gun kind of was it one of those bean beanbag type guns that shoot beanbags at people. Uh, so that's. Uh, he was kind of like a crowd control type person is what he was. Yeah, he was just taking care of the crowds. <laughs> yeah. So non-lethal detainment specialist is what he was. Uh, so what, what, was, crooks, what was his real name? Uh, Taser. No, his, his real name. name. Taserface. Taserface. It was I Watts. The I what? Watts. I Watts. I Watts. Okay. I Watts. <laughs> I Watts. Tasers. Yeah. So I Taser was his. Their, Taser was his. I didn't get their real names. Yeah. So. Sorry, some so, of them really stuck out to me because of this. <laughs> yeah, it's just a play on them, you know. They, the the naming of stuff from back in the eighties, yeah. Uh, so the crooks in series two, you had Bullet. Uh, he was a munitions fanatic. Uh, he had a cap firing cannon, and then he had like a three wheel cart that he rode on, um, kind of like. You know, it was similar to Highway's little uh, hoverboard type thing, but he actually had wheels on his. So, um, where's he at? Uh, the, oh, I don't have a picture of this thing. But anyway, so he had a three-wheel little cart, had motorcycle handles and stuff like that. He rode around. He came with a helmet, except most of these came with, all these came with helmets. Uh, so the second one, he had hyena. Um I didn't, he didn't have like what his specialty was, but I wrote down crazy man because <laughs> he looks like a crazy guy. I mean, with hyena, you're going to be a, a kind of a crazy type guy. Yeah. So he's got cap firing, knuckle crunching skull basher is what his, his weapon was. Um, so it's knuckle crunching skull basher. Uh, he came with a helmet. He came with a knife. And then he had a gun that came with a holster, too that he had on his side. Um, then he had Cuckoo. He's a time bomb ex expert. I guess Cuckoo, like Cuckoo Clock. Uh, so he came with a cat-firing time bomb, a handgun, and he had two daggers as well. Uh, then he had Louis the Plumber. Uh, this one's kind of funny, too, as well. He's like a, he's the cat, He's got a cat-firing nail gun weapon. And then he had an air tank backpack to actually power the, the nail gun. 
Um, he is the crook's handyman, is what this, his title was. Um, so, why? I don't know why. I don't know why a plumber had a nail gun. Yeah, so. I was about to ask. Why does a plumber have a nail gun? Yeah, you I feel like, like a, a wrench or something like that, or a plunger. Plunger. Yeah. I mean, you don't see you don't see Mario Brothers, Super, uh, Mario and Luigi running around with nail guns. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine Mario just going up to Bowser? Bow, 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 bow. You done. <laughs> All right, so the last figure in the line, his name is Nightmare. Uh, he is a, an attack android. Uh, he's got a cap-firing head. So, is and then he had a, yeah, he had a whip, a handgun, and a dagger that came with him as accessories. So, uh, right. here we go. I'm going right. to share this. Let's talk about this. This is a, uh, um, what do you call it? A card. Yeah. Uh, so we can look at it. So it's got all series two on it. Um, so it's got the graphics on this thing are pretty cool. Yeah. I like the graphics. They've got the the police officers in badges. Are the good guys in badges? The in crooks. So that is something that is different on these cards that I noticed. If you bought an officer, it just said cops. If you yeah. bought mm -hmm. a crook, then they added in crooks, in crooks. onto yeah. it. So there was different packaging a little bit. So, uh -huh. um, but this one, they've got the crooks on here. They're all on here. And this happened to be, this is a nightmare one. Um, so it does come with the, how to fire the caps and has the mm -hmm. information in there. So, yeah. So you just pull the pin up and let it drop on the cap, I guess. So. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you do. The graphics <laughs> on this are cool. I like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The artwork on the cards are, are pretty, pretty nice. So that'd be cool to have just the artwork themselves. Um, so we go into the vehicles. Uh, like I said, there's what nine vehicles, what I said. So, uh, and there's some for the cops, there's some for the crooks, there's there's more for the cops and crooks. But, uh, so the first one is the attack vehicle ATAC. Uh, this is the armored tactic tactical assault car. Uh, so he has a, a cap firing top gun on top of the vehicle. Uh, and then a cap firing grill smasher. So you can actually run it into stuff and the, the grill would, would smash the, uh, the caps and, and make a popping sound. Um, uh, these also came, some of these also came with their own figures too. So this one came with the figure, a uh, heavyweight figure. Uh, I don't have any other information with each of these figures, the new figures with the vehicles, but, uh, so heavyweight, uh, came with this one. This isn't the uh, one you're then, talking about, is it? Uh, no, that is that's one that's Ironsides is what you're looking at there. Okay. So, uh, then you had Air Raid. Um, it's the cops helicopter. Um, it had it was a helicopter, but it had two two different cockpits on each side. One had a blue uh, canopy, blue window, and the other one had a red window, so it kind of looked red and blue uh, lights. <clears throat> I guess for for policemen. Um, so it had, yeah, there you go. And then it had, uh, multiple cap firing rotor blades. So I guess when you, when the, the blade spun, it would pop the, uh, the, the caps, uh, this one came caps with, yeah, That'd uh, this cool. came with a bullseye figure. Uh, so it's another, another cop figure that came with this. Um, and then your next vehicle, you had air speeder. Uh, this is for the cook crooks, bad guys. <clears throat> Uh, it had a cap firing machine gun, and this one came with with a jailbird figure. Was the name of 
who came with this. And he looks similar to, uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I forgot his name. I don't know what was his name. Um, he looks similar rock to crusher. Rock, rock Crusher is what he kind of yeah. looks similar to. He's got the, the black striped uniform. Um, and then uh, Cop Cycle, it was the motorcycle with a sidecar. Uh, it had a cap-firing, pivoting machine gun. And it came with the blue streak was the figure that came with him. So this was the one you're talking about, but yeah, this uh, and yeah. Your, the figures that you're that are with these yeah. are aren't the ones that came with them. So right. You, is, you would think that it would come with uh, high t highway. Yeah. Because he's the motorcycle cop, dude. Pretty much. Yeah. And but it's not the one that came with it. No. Uh. -uh. <clears throat> Uh, then you had uh, the, a dragster. It's the crooks. Uh, it's, it's from the crooks side. Um, it's a souped-up dune buggy, is what it looks like. Uh, and it had cap-activated uh, basher, um, so it would. Oh, where's that dragster? So you would actually run it into things, and it would pop the 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 uh, the caps. Uh, and then you had Highway Interceptor, which was the cop's vehicle. This was the actual squad car. Um, I don't know why it's a squad car because you've got only one one guy could fit in it, another guy on the back with the machine gun. And it was it. So it's not like you could pick up bad guys with them. Um, so they had a cap firing cannon, uh, and a cap firing barricade, um, which was off on the side of it. And then uh, it came with uh, the figure that came with this was Roadblock. Uh, and then not the not the GI Joe Roadblock, but the uh, the cops Roadblock. <laughs> so just just keep you from getting confused on that. Uh, and then you had Ironsides, which Andrew you were showing that just a minute ago. Um, it it is actually the police tank battling ram. Uh, it looks like a it looks like a tank kind of. Um, it's got a cap firing uh, dual gun on top. And it came with, uh, the figure it came with, it was hardtop. And then Pursuit Jet was the next vehicle, is from the cop side. Um, it had a cap-firing muzzle blaster. And then the last vehicle in this in this line was the Pursuit Jet. Um, it's on, it's for the crooks. <coughs> no, actually, Pursuit Jet is, is the good guys. Um, it's a souped-up race car. Um no, Pursuit Jet is the cops. It's a cap, that's what we said, cap firing muzzle blaster. And then the Crooks is a Roadster is what it's called, is the last one. Um, it's a souped up race car. Uh, it had cap firing double machine gun uh, with a, and the figure that came with it was Turbo Two-Tone is the name of the, the figure. So those were the, the vehicles in this. I said the biggest thing draw on this line was the cap firing um uh, weapons and stuff that they had so most definitely the gimmicks yeah. so even though i have these photos obviously these photos the ones that i have are from before i don't i don't have a price on these how much these sold for either one of y'all find see anything i saw some some prices on some of the figures i was looking at and a lot of most of them the, well, the ones that weren't marked down at toys r us for dollar 48 the rest of them were <laughs> were uh, around around seven dollars, six ninety nine, seven eighty seven were a couple, of, but they were never from ever other stores. Um, I think whoever 
the the ones I was looking at, whoever bought the other ones from Toys R Us, they were marked down at dollar forty eight. Okay. But um, I'm gonna say most other tags I saw were right around seven seven fifty. Okay. Um, I did see you can get these on eBay or Mercari, um anywhere from out of out of their uh, cards from five to fifty ish dollars, mm -hmm. depending on the quality and what what accessories they have with them. If the uh, the poppers still work or whatever, um, in the box or carded, they were running a hundred plus, right. um, all the way up to like three hundred. I saw one run for three hundred. I think it was, um, I think it was bulletproof mm -hmm. that I saw. <laughs> so, um, very collectible. If you ask yeah. me, uh, I, I think these are these are pretty cool. Um, I like these. I like the I like the actual cap firing part. So yeah, cool. I mean, that's that's a very it's a very eighties thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Actually, the, the cap cap guns, you know, they would go they go all the way back to the the sixties, fifties, sixties. Oh yeah, cap yeah. guns. So it's something different on that on that kind of uh, uh, you know it's a different version of the cap guns the way they had it so everything every toy that we talked about from the 80s or whatever has a gimmick yeah and this Correct. is their gimmick like but this is the only one we've seen that has this thing mm -hmm. on it like this that it has this so i like it i think it's cool yeah that's a pretty cool little line yeah so speaking of liking it let's talk about this let's drop this on some rankings we need to rank this thing oh. where do you guys place this on your lists we talked about Battle Beast last week. Number seven for both of you, and number that was number four for me. I really liked those. I I'm gonna put these. I like Battle Beast a little bit more. Um, <laughs> these are gonna go right at eight. I'm gonna drop these in on eight on my it's number on my eight list. for Michael. Yeah. John. I, I I mean, you're the one that had these. I didn't have them, but I really like them. I like the cat firing deal i think that's a big gimmick that caught my my eyes when we were reading this um so i'm gonna go up and put them at number five number five for you so pushing slot cars down and thundercats um that's i think we kind of had the same thought there john um these are going number four these are going pushing battle beasts and stuff down for me i a lot of that for me is gonna be the nostalgia of remembering the cartoon um, but these are awesome toys. They look like they're well done. Yeah, I mean they are Hasbro. They look the, the vehicles look cool. Um, you've got the, the cat firing that just makes it that much cooler. Each character, even though it's very, you know, 80s to have names like bulletproof and you know, everything <laughs> like that, you know. Um, but they're they're stylized, like you've got the characters that are wearing the Dick Tracy stuff, and you know, it's mm none of them are just like a carbon copy of each other. They're yeah. all different. And I, I like that. I think these are really cool. Yeah. It only happened to, you know, last year in 2020, but you know, <laughs> that's all right. I don't it's, remember. Seeing it's kind of funny that. seeing what people thought the future would look like right back in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, yeah. we're at that point now. And, you know, you go back to, to back to the future, you know, they're, they're, uh, 
the future for them, you know, flying cars, all that kind of stuff was at 2015. Yeah. And, and we get to 2015. Yeah. And and we don't have, you know, we're six years past that now and still no flying cars or anything like that. So, but it is pretty to that. Closest thing to that is I know DeLorean has a, uh, uh, a hoverboard. I don't think it actually hovers, but no, he tries to make it. Speaking of DeLorean over there with the uh, secondary heroes, um, did you know we are part of the Cross the Streams network? Are we? Wow. We are. Yeah. We're part of the Cross Streams network. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're, lots of cool stuff going on over there. Um, some of the other podcasts, the Dorksmen, the SDS guys, the secondary heroes, as I mentioned, Three beers and a mic. The movie gap. I I really enjoy the movie gap. Oh, Michael has more. Yeah, we got one more thing. No, like I okay. said earlier, <laughs> okay. we're talking about Mag. Is what we're going. Okay, start. well, hold on. We'll come back. We'll come back. Yeah, so we, so we need to talk, or MGA, not Mag. MGA. Yeah. So we need to come um, back and talk about them. Okay, the movie. Ahead. The movie gap. I've been enjoying their podcast. Like I, I've enjoyed all the ones I've listened to everybody, but I've been enjoying listening to their takes on some of the movies. Um, also, you've got the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burt Reynolds and the Charles Bronson podcast. Front row negative, the art of the bore, and bearing ain't easy. So there we go. Right in the middle of our talk about stuff, I'm throwing in across the streams. Plug. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, I Michael, forgot we had one more thing to talk about. I, I, well, I didn't know where we were at. So all right, what do we got? What do we got? All right. So like I said, MGA stands for Marvin Glass and Associates, and they're a, a toy design and engineering firm. Uh, they were based out of Chicago. Um, the uh it was it was created by marvin glass he and he actually um they they created some of the most some of the the coolest stuff that came out in toy history um and then he he actually passed away in 1974 and the company continued until 1988 which was when this line came out uh that's what i said it was one of the last lines that that uh they actually put out um it was cops and crooks, and then also in 1988, they put out or they they came up with. Um, I just saw it. Where'd it go? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh uh, no, it's cops and crooks. Oh, uh, smoochies for Fisher Price is what that was. So, um, but anyway, so some of the the most known. Uh, well-known toys that this this firm came up with that it's kind of a big think tank is what it is and then they would think up these ideas and they would license those to the toy companies and that's how they made their money so uh, some of the big names they had they had mr machine uh, from the ideal he came out in 1960 uh, the great great garlou uh, he came out it was marks off the marks toys he came out in 1961 uh, they came up with Rock'em Sock'em Robots for Marks in 1964. Uh, Light Bright for Milton Bradley came out in 1967. <clears throat> Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle they came up with and then licensed it to Ideal Toys in 1973. Uh, they came up with Simon uh, for Milton Bradley in 1979. Uh, a couple others, they had Ants in the Pants, they had Mousetrap, they came up with Operation. Um... <coughs> A couple others, they had uh, 1965 for Gilbert Toys. They had the James Bond 007 Action Toys. Um, some other Hasbro that Hasbro did for them. 
Uh, it was Ambush in 1963, The Kid Doll in 1967, um, Astro Light, Astro Sound 1969, uh, 1970, they had Inchworm, uh, Super Sunday Football in 1973, Ricochet, Ricochet Racers in 1974, and then Cops in 88. Um, let's see, a couple others, big names, like I said, Ants and Pants. Uh, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood Puppets and Trolley. They did that in 1977 for Ideal Toys. Um, they did a couple of uh, Kenner. They had a couple of theirs. It was the Wall Walker Smash Up Derby in 1971. And then Hugo Man of a Thousand Faces in 1975. Um Here's one that's kind of similar. And Marks had had did one of theirs in 1972 called the called Bops and Robbers. So I guess they came up with Cops and Robbers for the same thing. But um, let's see, Milton Bradley, uh, some of their stuff they had. Uh, they had Snoopy and Red Baron and Witch Witch in 1970. Uh, body language 1975, Trip Hammer 74, and Simon. And like I said, so yeah, they came up with a, a lot of big name toys and stuff like that, games and stuff, and just licensed it to the to these big name uh toy people. So, and they 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 ran all the way through 1988. And as like I said, Cops and Robbers was the last one, one of the last of the two that they did. So, so they were the uh, they were the idea people. <clears throat> Yeah, they were the Finally. idea people. Yeah, and you know, I like I said, I I thought it was pretty cool that they came up with Light Bright and Rock'em Sock'em Robots and Evil Knievel and Simon. You know, we remember Mousetrap and Operations too. When operations yeah. growing up, so yeah, that was love playing cool. Mousetrap. Yeah, so Hated that's a little that bit day. of a little bit of history on on and who they are, are the MGA guys. So, yeah, setting up Mousetrap was the worst part about playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took longer to set it up than it did to, to play the game. So, but, um, also, MGA was contracted by Valley Midway to design coin operated video games during the 1980s. Um, and some of these that they had was Tapper, Domino Man, and Timber <clears throat> from in the 80s. So, all right. Okay, so so now with that now that we're to the end of it. Yeah, we're at the um, end now. <laughs> be sure you check us out on Cross Streams Media. Um, John, you want to run through those socials? I uh, check our website out, toyrewindpodcast.com, or as he was talking, crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, if you've been listening, hopefully you've been uh, looking at our podcast bingo sheet at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. And then, of course, like always, just keep up and look for our uh, lives with our collector showcases and our uh, toy box showcases as we do different things on each one. So, yeah, check out uh, obviously check out Geek Together where we do our partnership with the collector showcases. So, yeah. Um, all right. It was a pretty good episode, if you ask me. Yep. Lots of information on a relatively small line, mm -hmm. um, but a pretty cool line. So anything else that we didn't talk about? 
don't no, know. We I even add, we even added some fashion history into this one. We did. Yeah, we did fashion history so, on some spats. Everybody go and get a little you some bit spats. A little bit of toy think tank history and yeah, I'm I'm about to go get me some spats. <laughs> My little Scrooge has red spats. Can't yeah, even see it because it's not clear. Yeah, there you go. Got red spats on. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, the penguin has spats too. Yeah. The penguin yeah. has white spats. He does. Yeah, white spats goes around his feet. Okay. All right. Now we're Mom done. will be happy that we learned a word <laughs> that she's probably yelling it at me the whole time I was saying it wrong. Um, I think you said it right. I just, yeah. I think I was, up, no, I think I was saying specs. I think I was saying, saying specs. He was saying specs. Yeah. That's so spats. That is a liquor store. There you go. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, then, if that's the case, uh, episode 57. 50, I was about to say, was it 57 or 58? 57. Episode 57 of the Toy Rewind podcast. We talk about cops, or cops and crooks, technically, I guess. I don't know. What it's, whatever you would call it. Um, so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.